A River to Cross, Chapter 65, Wanting to Fit In, to Be a Part of the Team. Quote, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. End quote. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 26. When you don't make the Meadville Cardinals Little League Baseball team and you're still willing to show up every day and hang out with the guys who did, that is a serious level of wanting to be a part of something. This writing has caused me to see how much of my life was influenced by wanting to fit in. As the Cheers theme song says so well, Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. This is not a feeling that is unique to me nor a big new novel idea, yet I didn't realize how strongly I felt about this until I forced myself to take this look at my life. I realized that over and over I tried different things to find a spot to fit in. Some of those efforts were very good things, and I learned a lot from them. The Meadville Cardinals Little League Baseball team, I treasured being with the guys just to belong. Piano lessons with Mrs. Moore and Mrs. Pauline Corbin. I was approximately as successful with the piano as I was with the baseball team. No, I was better at baseball, but here is the thing. I remember how they made me feel so welcome and always seemed to be glad I came. I felt like I belonged there even if the piano playing wasn't so hot. I remember walking around town in Meadville hunting for a job when I was 10 or 11 years old. No one would give me a job and then my mother said, what about Mr. Allridge's meat market? I resisted, but then I went anyway. He sat me down and talked to me like I was somebody. He definitely made me feel like he knew my name and was very glad I came. I kept that little job until I got out of high school. Mr. Brady Alridge and Miss Ollie, his wife, made me a part of their family and loved me and taught me many life lessons under the pretense of me helping them. Boy Scouts of America, I love the Boy Scouts. You always felt like you belonged and there were men to guide you and they seemed to be and in most instances were very interested in you and your life. I recently connected with my Scoutmaster, Mr. Johnny Warnock, who took a lot of time with all of us very challenging boys. I was led by his and others' examples to become a Scoutmaster myself for quite a few years. The Duckheads intramural sports team. When I was in law school, we had an intramural dynasty for a short time, and I still cherish my Duckhead teammates. It was a place where I felt like I belonged. Then there were the bars, where people may know your name and you feel welcome. There were always people giving the illusion that you were being received in a way you didn't think you were somewhere else. 
Relationships are often an effort to find a place where the other person is happy to see you and welcomes you back. Feeling like you are a part of something, that you are respected, appreciated, welcomed, and maybe even loved is a compelling thing. There are many instances where I have, where we all have, sought to fit into a group that is quite okay, and there are others where the group is definitely not okay. There is an underlying problem with all of our efforts to fit in, and here is that problem. In the end, it does not work in the way we thought, hoped, and wanted it to. We're dealing with people, and people will always let us down. We are all fallen creatures. On our very best days, we are not ever going to be able to really meet the needs of other people. Even if we seem to be able to do that for a season, it is an effort that is misguided from its inception. There is no relationship where one of the participants is able to meet all the needs of the others. We can be teammates, helpmates, partners, and spouses, but we can never be the answer to the needs of the others. It was never our job to be the answer to someone else's ultimate needs in life. When I think about the Homochitta River, as well as countless other bodies of water that I have enjoyed, including living on Black Creek, and my long-standing love for the river, I realize it is related to my desire to fit in. There is something about getting into a moving stream of water and feeling that you have become a part of the river. You just flow with it. I cannot count the times I have just floated along lazily in the river, letting the current take me wherever it might. At a deep level, this is very similar to the feelings we get when we feel like we're a part of a team. The, this feeling I have for water and particularly for a moving stream may not be one everyone can identify with, but the sensation is one I think we can all sense. There is an inherent problem with all of these scenarios and our effort to fit in or be a part of something. We were created to be one with God. God's ultimate goal for us is that we are one with him. This is so important to God that he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross that we might be one with him. John 17 records Jesus praying for his disciples and then he prays for you and me. Quote, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word that they may all be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me I have given to them that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and you in me that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you love me. John chapter 17, verses 20 through 23. The reason we are here is to be in relationship with God. Everything that works towards that end is of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 
The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Jeremiah 31.3 For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29.11 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. John 14, verse 20. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on that last day. John six forty. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John fourteen six. Our needs are met in Christ Jesus. God's name is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide, and God is and has been providing for us always and beyond. When his people needed a leader, God provided Moses. When they needed water, he gave it from a rock. When food was needed, God sent it from heaven. And he even had birds deliver food to Elijah. When we needed a savior from our sins, God sent his one and only son to die in our place. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4:19. We can't look at this promise without seeing the requirements for God to provide. Quote, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. End quote. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. No person, no group, no club can make the promises God makes and carry them out. God knows what you need before you ask. He knows without you even asking, and it is his great pleasure to meet all of our needs, which he does through the blessed Savior Jesus. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Colossians chapter 2 verse 10. No person can complete me or any of us. Neither can any group or club or relationship or substance or thing. We are only complete and whole in Christ Jesus. For in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your own poets have said, for we also are his offspring. Acts seventeen twenty eight. There is another problem with trying to have our needs met in or through any other person or entity. People and groups and things are not always available. Things change and people move away, change and die. God is eternal. He never changes and he has promised us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. 
Finally, the reason we fit in perfectly with God and not with any other person, group, or club is, quote, for from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Romans 11, verse 36. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all of your works. Psalm 73, verses 24 through 28. We were created for the specific purpose of being in a love relationship with God where we love and honor and enjoy him forever. No one else or nothing else will do. The only one we need to fit in with is God himself, and he has provided the way through the way, Jesus Christ.